Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. You know, sometimes when a giant rumor starts, and it's a rumor with a lot of legs to it, you've got to identify the source of the rumor. And that will tell you whether or not you want to buy into it. And there's an NFL rumor that I completely buy into because of that. I'll explain what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM Channel 83 as well, and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening to the program here, we appreciate you doing so. The final show of the year on Weekend Overnights here at Fox Sports Radio. And like every other show that we've done all through 2017, we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, like, this is is really sort of a... It's fun for us because there's all sorts of football things going on because... Like, it's one thing if you're talking just straight on the field football, and that's enjoyable, and you can do recaps and things like that. But I almost felt like like I, I enjoy the offseason maybe even more than the regular season 
I mean, I, lo- I love watching football. Don't get me wrong. Football season is the best time of the year. But as far as like interesting conversation and talk, like I enjoy the off seasons more because it, it, there's, you know, you hear different rumors or there's signings or, you know, draft, uh, you know, uh, a guy does well in a combine and then you hear reports of this. And so I, I just, I love all that stuff. It's all speculation and it's all just good conversation. It's fun to talk about. And so when you hear some of these rumors that come out, sometimes you got to take a step back because you've heard these rumors before and you got to go, all right, all right, let, let me, let me, let me identify what this is. Let me take a look at it big picture and see if it makes sense. And there's one out there that makes sense. So I'm going to I'm going to put this in a in to you as if you were involved in this story, okay? Because I think this is how we will better understand what I'm getting at. All right? So if you were thinking about leaving your current company for a different opportunity, all right? So think about whatever it is that you do for work. You could be doing it right now. You could be uh, you know, driving home. You, you're a bartender driving home from a bar, and then you realize you want to get into uh, you know, selling insurance. Okay, so, so just imagine whatever your current job is, whatever it is, imagine you're leaving your current company for a different opportunity. All right? So if that's the case, who would know first who would be more likely to know that you're really considering this? Would it be somebody you work with who's not in management? Or would it be somebody at a completely different company not involved at all? Like, think about it. Like, this is a big move. Like, who are you going to talk to first? Probably going to talk to maybe one of your coworkers, kind of discuss it a little bit. I mean, they're not management, so they're, you know, they don't have a dog in the fight. They're not going to go run and tell management. So who are you more likely to tell? It's going to be the person you work with. The other person who's got nothing to do with you, the other person who doesn't even work at your company and doesn't even work at the company that you're looking to take o- or to go to, I mean, how do you know? I mean, they have no information, so why would you believe them? So reason I ask that question is I see these rumors about John Gruden stirring up again on Saturday night. And the latest rumor is that the Raiders are pursuing John Gruden to be their head coach, and it could possibly include an ownership stake in the team. So this has got multiple layers to it. So you take over head coach, get back in the coaching game, and you're offering him an opportunity to be an owner. Like, there's a lot there to like. I mean, being an NFL owner, that's... That's a place you wanted. That's why when the Carolina Panthers are up for sale, you see how many people started jumping up and down, throwing their hands in the air, saying, I'll buy him, I'll buy him, I want in. I, I would love to buy him. I mean, an NFL team, if you can get in that, that, that elite group, if you could get into that, that small group to own an NFL franchise, that's the place you want to be. So I see these rumors start circulating and start popping up on Saturday night. And normally you go, well, it's a, it's a John Gruden rumor. He's trying to leverage ESPN for more money. It's a, I mean, this is just, you know, we've been down this road before. We heard about Tennessee. Oh, well, he was, he was having lunch with somebody in Knoxville. So maybe that, maybe that means that he wants in on the Tennessee job. And we've heard, I mean, all this stuff. Well, what about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? You know, he still lives in the Tampa area and he, he would love an opportunity to work with Jameis Winston 
happening. Like you hear all these rumors every single year and it all eventually ends up being crap. Except this one's different. Because the two that reported it initially were Adam Schefter and Chris Mortensen, who work at ESPN, where John Gruden works. John Gruden's agent is also Jack Del Rio's agent, head coach of the Raiders. You don't report something like this about someone you work with with that sensitive of a scenario unless you're pretty damn sure it's accurate. Unless you're pretty positive that, you know, I got enough here that I'm confident I can, I can go this place with this story and this conversation. And guess what? That's part of the reason I totally buy it. I don't think Schefter and Mortensen would, would, would go public with that story. I don't think it would be talked about on ESPN unless they were certain that their coworker had given them some signal that there was something to this. And I don't know if, if John Gruden is is so much into leverage that he would leverage his coworkers to try and get a raise. Because I don't honest to God, and this isn't taking a shot, because I, I don't know that ESPN would come out and bump John Gruden's salary any more than it already is when they've had issues and they've laid off so many people before. I mean, that would that the optics of that would not look good. It's been a trying year for ESPN and for a lot of people in, in sports media. So the optics of that, I don't know how that would look. So that's why I see this situation. I go, you know, I totally buy it. I, I 100% buy it. Because it makes a lot of sense for John Gruden. Like, what have we always heard about John Gruden? Like, you hear this every time a conversation comes up about Gruden potentially leaving the booth to go take over and be an NFL head coach again. What do we always hear? Why leave your multi-million dollar a year broadcasting gig for the grind of the NFL sidelines? Why would you leave the comfy seat of Monday Night Football where you're making six plus million a year to go take a job where you know you're just going to end up getting fired? You get hired to get fired as a coach in the NFL. Well, first of all, what about being part owner of a team? Okay? Ownership is one thing. All right, like, oh, let's just, let's get right to that. First of all, when you're the owner, that's a pretty damn good fallback plan if it doesn't work out as a head coach. So let's say John Gruden gets in there and three years in, the Raiders are 7-9, and 5-11, and 11, and 9-7, and seven, and it's just mediocre, mediocre, mediocre. Yeah, it's not working anymore. Hmm, that sucks. What are you going to do now? Ah, I guess I'll just go back to owning my team. Okay, cool. Like, it makes all the sense in the world from that standpoint. So to be an owner, I get it. Also, from a coach standpoint, what does John Gruden love coaching most in football? Quarterbacks. You see the draft quarterback special, Gruden's quarterback camp? You notice you don't see one where it's Gruden's fullback camp? You don't see Gruden's tight end camp. You don't see uh, Gruden's wide receiver camp or Gruden's outside linebacker camp. He likes coaching quarterbacks. That's his thing. Like He loves to be able to coach quarterbacks. And what did he never really have his first go around in the league? A franchise quarterback. He won a Super Bowl. He had success. 
But think about who the who he did that with. That was Brad Johnson. That was Rich Gannon. Not exactly franchise quarterback type players. And he loves Derek Carr. He's been high on Derek Carr since Derek Carr was coming out of Fresno. So to me, I look at this situation and I go, I totally buy this one. First of all, I buy the sourcing on it because it makes a lot of sense. Why would those guys go public with it and why would they report on something like that unless they felt pretty confident about it? And secondly, it fits everything that John Gruden could look for in getting back into the game. Like, he understands the rigors of coaching. He gets it, man. Like, and, and the game has changed. Look at how many coaches get in for two years, three years tops, and they don't produce, and they're gone. You're going to see it come up in about 24 to 36 hours. There's going to be guys getting clipped left and right who have been there two, three years. So he gets it. Like, you got to produce right away. So what's the best job security you can possibly have in the NFL if you're a head coach? Outside of winning, it's if you own the effing team. And if he's going to get part ownership of the Raiders, why the hell wouldn't you do it? And they're moving to Vegas? Like, I think this makes all the sense in the world. I I buy into it 100%. Most of the John Gruden rumors, I don't buy into at all. Uh, there were some that that circulated around that oh you know maybe he'd be interested in the Titans job. Uh, there was another one that said oh uh, uh, John Gruden uh, the the Bears were maybe having a conversation with John Gruden because uh, he was at one game and Ryan Pace the general like it's just like it's all crap like all of that is crap. This one though, this one I buy. I buy the sourcing of it, and I buy the motivation of it. I think it makes total sense for John Gruden to jump at the opportunity. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, uh, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. That's 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, coming up next, there is uh, something going on in the world of sports that I think is complete and total crap. I think it's crap, and if you are a part of it, you need to stop. Find out what that is next year on FSR. Oh, man. Is this Blue Monday by Orgy? Oh, makes me want to wear lipstick and drop E. <laughs> so basically, it makes me want to feel like it's a normal Thursday night in my life. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, uh, Fox Sports Radio. Oh, uh, it's it's very weird, by the way, doing my own show because normally it's Jonas Knox in for, or Jonas Knox filling in for. But it's very odd to be back in the in the comfortable environment of weekend overnights here. Been all over the uh, network the past week. Uh, I listen. I love working, so I will take anything. I I will I will work any shift. I love doing the job. I'm not picky. I'm not a pretty boy. I'm not a brat. I'm not spoiled or pampered. I'll, I'll work anything. Doesn't matter to me. So, but uh, it is good to be back here, uh, here on Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. I am going to tell you about one of the dumbest things going on in sports. It really irritates me. I, I don't get it. It wouldn't apply anywhere else. But for some reason, many of you get sucked into the vortex of this garbage. And I'll tell you what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, I do want to welcome in the crew, though, here. Uh, Iowa Sam is your tech producer here at Fox Sports Radio. Good to the last drop. Yeah. Yeah. Jonas, we missed you last night. 
Uh, that's a lie. Uh, we did, hmm. and um, I'm going to tell people in hour two what you were doing. Mm, the old one-hour tease. That always <laughs> works. I'm going to tease it up. I'm going to tease it. That's good. That that always works. The one-hour uh, tease. By, this is a doozy. by the way, uh, you want to tune in for this. By the way, Sam would like to let you know that coming up in July, we've got a very special segment you don't want to miss. Back in July, we'll have puns of fun back okay. for you. Yeah, uh, and then uh, Robert Dasmati is the executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio. The one and only Robert Dasmati. Hello, Robbie. That's not even close to how you pronounce his name, but that's how Andy Furman Who? does it. So. He's still afraid to say the last name. He doesn't refer to it at all ever. Well, just Bobby D. Yeah, he doesn't. <laughs> Listen, he he knows uh, what he's been bitten, so he's not even gonna gonna attempt to try and. He's a liar. Uh, come on, Andy, relax. Uh, and then, ladies and gentlemen, look, um. Homecomings are always nice. It's um, it really it, it it melts your heart when when there's a homecoming. Like you'll see sometimes where people have been away from their family for a while, and it's the holidays, and they'll be surprised and they'll turn around and oh my god, there's my brother. He's I haven't seen him in in years, and he's finally back. And they embrace, and people get teary eyed, and they go up on social media like Instagram videos and. And ladies and gentlemen, I would like to tell you that that we've got our own little homecoming here. Because Tom Brokaw, who the hell is back for a one-night-only show? This is David Gascon from the LA Yeah, the gas man! David Gascon with the demotion of a lifetime back to weekend overnights. What's up, gas man? This is such BS. (laughs) What's up, gas? Dude, you are never this excited to see me. During the regular daytime hours, and all of a sudden, like twelve o'clock at night Pacific time, you're like, "Gas man!" Hey, listen, man. Moments before a show, I'm locked in, laser focused. Once I get in the show, it's like riding a bike with no seat. With no seat. Yeah. yeah, I got it. I got uh, it. So Dave, Dave is very well versed on the three jokes we recycle here on the show <laughs> on, uh, on Fox three, Sports Radio. Well, it works perfectly with Iowa Sam and Dasmati. So what's up, Gas Man? Uh, dude, I'm just excited to be here, man. I'm yeah. just fired up for another three, four, five hours. I'll be here on the overnights. Yeah, oh, man, going from work to work. I am pumped. And uh, and uh, David Gascon was working the uh, was a Cal State Riverside uh, earlier UC Riverside oh UC yeah, U- whatever Cal State UC who and UTEP mid minors uh, baby U- UC Riverside and UTEP college basketball yeah. game minor um, minor baby uh, how many people were at that game four uh, I think attendance today or tonight was like one thirty oh it was packed well. I mean, it's probably more than to listen to this show. Yeah, well, yeah, no, that's that's definitely not true. You're really big in Bangladesh. Yeah, that is. That, listen, it's uh, it's drive time in Bangladesh right now, and I and I can confirm uh, there are some reports circulating that people are listening to me on the iHeartRadio app in Cairo, Egypt. Right hey, now, wait, so. you don't forget though. You got the Armed Forces Network too. Hell yeah, man! So we got the, the brave men and women that serve our proud country. Damn straight, and you know what they're geared up for? Because in a little over an hour from now, <laughs> if we're going to do one-hour teases like Iowa Sam, we're going to do a best of 2017 pro wrestler or porn star. Oh, the greatest names of 2017 to appear on pro wrestler or porn star coming up in an hour. Can't wait. I don't know where you found that ammunition, man, but you have endurance like a champ. Yeah, something Iowa Sam does not have. You know, what's, oh. you know what's weird though. Every time I do, how many the, digs have you made at well, me in the last forty five? Here, here's hold on. Here's the thing. Every time I do research for pro wrestler or porn star, for some reason I need a cigarette afterwards. Why do you think that is? Uh, oh. Same reason you need to sit down while you're doing it. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, so anyway, let's do do a professional broadcast here. I'm not going to let you take us down into the gutter. I know in the gutter with Gascon is your thing, but we do a professional show here, Dave. Right. My Getting bad. all swollen. My bad. Yeah. I'm excited, though. The, the gas man is here, folks. This is a homecoming. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, a, what a time to be alive for David Gascon. <laughs> you should have seen the look on his face when he found out he was working weekend overnights this weekend. Whew. Man. Man, yeah. so excited! I get to put all my new material inside of one of our new lockers in here inside the update studio. Man, I've seen uh, I've seen people more fired up for a second circumcision than what Dave looked like. Yay! <laughs> but what are you crying about? I'm on my third. All right, uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, <laughs> Oh, this is going to be a good show. I can already tell. Okay, so uh, we will uh, hear from our uh, professional sports better NFL analyst, Payne from PayneInsider.com. He is coming up in about five minutes from now. Uh, some really interesting stuff going into this final weekend of the NFL because most of these games just don't really mean anything, but you still need money. So that's where the important stuff comes in. So we'll be talking to Payne here coming up in about five minutes from now. But uh, I want to ask uh, just a question to you listening here on Fox Sports Radio because I don't know if you missed this, um, but but I'm assuming you all saw because I, I I think I remember seeing it. You guys you guys see that the uh, AFC North and AFC North fans were celebrating that their division had the best winning percentage in the preseason. Yeah, they were all all fired up about it. Yeah, they were they were Yay. all really excited about it. No, seriously, the Browns. The Ravens, the Steelers, the Bengals, they were all celebrating because their division had the best winning percentage of all NFL divisions in the preseason. So excited. Yeah. You guys remember seeing that? You remember seeing or, or hearing about it? Oh, yeah. That, that's because it never happened. Because nobody gets together and brags about their division or their conference in exhibition games. Well, nobody except for college football fans and college football media. They do it, and here we go again with this conference pride crap. It's garbage. Stop. I don't want to hear another tweet. I don't want to see another tweet or hear another commentary with the lead. Ha ha! Big Ten undefeated in bowl games. Ha ha! <gasps> SEC, what's your record in bowl games? Ha ha! ACC, where are you at? Ha ha! <laughs> are you out of your minds? These are exhibition games. They don't matter. Some of these players are like some of the guys aren't even playing. And for some reason, people run around and celebrate exhibition games. What am I? What am I missing here? Like I, I, I don't understand. Like, do you, like, do you, does the Big Ten think they're going to get like a joint trophy at the end of this? Like, Big Ten and Big Ten fans think they're all going to get like a, a joint trophy at the end of this thing? You know, like, did, did the AFC North run around and do, like, the uh, Save by the Bell group high five because they had the best uh, overall record in the preseason? Like, is that, what the big, is that what the Big Ten thinks? So why do you guys get geeked out over conference stuff? Is it just easier to organize? Is it like, a, like the sock drawer next to the underwear drawer next to, I mean, what is it? What, is this about, like, organization? Like, it's just easier to, to have a take when you can just lump everything together. Like, here's one for you. None of these games matter. They don't matter. Because college football has told you they don't matter. They're exhibitions. The games that matter are on Monday. 
And then a week after that, there's another game that matters. Everything else is the undercard. Your main event are the two college football semifinal games and then the national championship. Everything else is the undercard. It's the reason why when you're watching a a UFC pay-per-view that you watched on Saturday night or a boxing pay-per-view that you pay a bunch of money for, that most of the seats are empty during the undercard fights. Nobody cares about those. You guys are fighting on the undercard. Nobody cares about it. People are showing up to see the big boys fight, and the big boys fight on Monday and then the Monday afterwards. Save the conference title and, and record bowl game crap for somebody else. Just the dumbest thing. And for some reason, you guys get sucked into this vortex every single year. Like, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand. Like, Big Ten fans are really fired up about the Big Ten. Man, look what we did. <laughs> okay, neat. Like, I, don't, I don't really care. Like, what, what did you do? Oh, you won a bunch of exhibition games. Cool. Here's your swag bag. Oh, you won the Orange Bowl? What do you get for the Orange Bowl? Like a like a a hundred dollar gift card to Orange Julius, yay! You get like a, what is it? A Tampico didn't Tampico used to have a, like some some cheesy um, like sugary orange juice, like some juice box orange juice? Is that what you get? Like what do you like? What does the Orange Bowl get you for swag bags? Right, let's let's run through this together. No um, juice. Well, it's in Miami, so let, let's think about this. All right. Okay, so at the Orange Bowl, I'm I'm gonna guess here's the swag bag. That, uh, that Wisconsin got. Um, they got uh, a $100 gift card to Orange Julius. They got, um, let's see, a Pete Stoyanovich signed Dolphins jersey. I'm going to say they got, um, they got the password to the dude who was trying to catfish Ray Allen, former Miami Heat world champion. Um, they got a Bimbo Coles wind-up doll, and then uh, oh. oh, some weed. Yeah, they got some weed too. Because you think South Beach, like why wouldn't like it's it's the dumbest, the dumbest thing that is done in sports, and so many people fall victim to it. I don't get it. <sighs> Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Gascon? Can you imagine the one night, though, of going to that bowl game? Because you get to hang out at the Clevelander at least for a good five Dude, to six hours. The Clevelander is like 40 minutes away. <laughs> like they, they make it seem like it's like right on the beach. It's like when you watch a, a Lakers game at Staples Center and they show the Santa Monica Pier. <laughs> hey, a-hole, you know in traffic that's an hour away? Like nobody's going to the Santa Monica Pier after a Laker game. It's like five miles like, an like, hour. Oh, hey, like, where do you guys want to go afterwards? I don't know. Just watched my Lakers lose again. Let's go ride the Ferris wheel. <laughs> Give me a break. Nobody's going to the fair. Like, what are you talking about? Oh, but it's so worth it. Oh, God. But I, it just, it really irritates me. All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio here, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, you can call 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, there's some uh, very fascinating situations going on in the NFL later today. We will get to the bottom of them because 
there are some teams that you may not expect to actually be playing for something, and as it turns out, they really are, even even though it's not the playoffs. So we'll have that for you next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, it's that guy David Gascon. Well, the latest, I guess everything is over and done with, but Penn State, they are happy as one can be. Connor McGovern over it, snaps it, Trace McSorley, right knee goes down. The Nittany Lion football team, Fiesta Bowl champions, as they beat Washington 35-28. to Yeah, Saquon Barkley, 18 carries for 137 yards and two touchdowns. One of them went for 92 yards on number 11, Washington. 35-28 was the final. A couple other ball games that went to a close. Number six, Wisconsin and Miami. Rozier to throw. Badgers sending four. Tight pocket. The pass tipped up. And it's picked off by Ryan Conley. Inside the 30. Brought down by Homer at the 29-yard line. And it will be an historic season for the Wisconsin Badgers. And Badgers will finish the season 13-1 after dumping Miami 34-24. Iowa State over Memphis in the Liberty Bowl 21-20. And Mississippi State took care of Louisville 31-27 at the Tax Slayer Bowl. Meanwhile, in the NBA, Cleveland Cavaliers lose at Utah 104-101. 76ers win in Denver, and Golden State dropped 141 on Memphis and beat the Grizzlies by 13. Jonas, all kinds of college football on Monday. One game you have to explain to me. You get Michigan and South Carolina at 9 a.m. on the West Coast. Gross. You know, I could say something about the mascot of South Carolina yeah, there you could. and how it's never too early for, yeah, but yeah. but I won't, Dave, yeah. because I'm a professional. Yeah, real mature. And you are not. Oh, sorry. Oh. By the way, if you would like to get Dave on Twitter, you can do so. At Jeffrey Dahmer is where you can find Dave. Uh, he'll be there to respond to all your tweets. Uh, thanks, Dave. Jonas Knox coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. He is Payne from PayneInsider.com, professional sports better, NFL analyst, always kind enough to join us throughout the NFL season. Um, all right, I want to start with this because this is very this is a very difficult week, I would assume, for sports bettors. Like, how the hell do you go into this week, Payne, and and trust anything. You've got teams playing uh, to try and get into the playoffs. Teams trying to improve positioning. Teams trying to to sit sit starters and get healthy. Uh, teams that have players playing for contracts. Team like coaches, uh, you know, trying to save their job. Like, how do you trust anything going into week seventeen? It's it is difficult, but I think all those elements that you just kind of riddled off there make it better for the professional better because they're going to have this information. They're going to be digging into these things. Who's going to be sitting out? Um, even one step further, players playing for these escalators in their contract. Some guys need 14 rushing yards to, for a $250,000 bonus. One guy needs a sack for a half-million-dollar bonus. All that stuff matters. And I can tell you <laughs> earlier this week, I know they're everyone's beloved Cleveland Browns, but professional bettors got word early, and that line was Pittsburgh minus 14-and-a-half. We had a good idea that Big Ben and Le'Veon Bell would be down this week. It moved to around 11, and then we saw them officially announced out on Friday, and that not line went down to as low as 6. So no one really likes the Cleveland Browns. It's more of a play against the Pittsburgh Steelers because of that information. Okay, from the analyst standpoint, and you're really good at crunching numbers and, and looking at all the analytics and stuff like that. Is this Browns team worse than the winless Lions team from a few years ago? 
Ooh, that's tough to that's tough to say. I I, I will. One thing that we have had trouble with, and I know a lot of people will say, oh, it's Cleveland, you can't back them in the gambling community, especially on social media. Everyone's like, the Browns have done it again. They just lose football games. This is who they are. But you start to dig into a lot of these metrics, and Greg Williams has really improved that defense, especially against the run. They were an absolute sieve stopping the run the last two years. At one point in this year, they were the second-best rush defense in the NFL. They have some nice weapons. Uh, you talk about getting Gordon back, and, and this is a guy who, even though he's playing for the Cleveland Browns, prior to him coming back this year, they were 17-17 and against the spread with him in the game, as bad as the Cleveland Browns are. So there's been some value there, and while they're not winning these games or covering the spread full game, there are other markets you can bet into, whether it's a first quarter or a first half. And the Cleveland Browns cover the number in the first half last week, plus 3.5. So there is ways that you can win money on the Cleveland Browns. Uh, he is Payne from PayneInsider.com, professional sports better, NFL analyst, joining us here on Fox sports radio jonas knox with you so the news came out on friday that todd bowles of the jets was given an extension uh that dirt cutter was probably safe in tampa bay and there's going to be other reports that that come out obviously with it being black monday right around the corner how much does that news change how you try and handicap either one of those games the dirt cutter incident is is it's tougher for us. I can tell you professional bettors are all over the Tampa Bay Bucks this week. Line open seven and a half. It's now down to about six and a half. And you could tell just the last few weeks, it looked like the Tampa Bay players, whether they were playing to keep Dirk Cutter's job or impress their boss, their new boss that would be coming in, whatever the reason, they've been playing very tough. They got the cover on Monday Night Football against the Atlanta Falcons, traveled on a short week to Carolina, and covered that number again. A late Cam Newton touchdown wins the game outright. But you saw guys like Gerald McCoy, who's playing with a torn bicep, Levante David, playing injured, coming back to play these games to impress somebody. Now it looks like we know Dirk Cutter's back at this point. And what are they playing for? Who are they trying to impress? That's what scares me now as we look at this game. I don't like Tampa as much at this juncture as I did just a few days ago. And there's a real interesting situation there because there was belief that John Gruden was going to be taking that right. job. There was, there was that report. I saw Mike Florio come out and say, hey, this is going to be Gruden's guy. About, I don't know, beginning of this week, I had heard that rumor and got sent the note that Gruden was compiling his staff. And then when Florio broke that news, I got another note that said, listen, he was using us. He was using the Tampa Bay Bucks as leverage. And I've always said this about John Gruden. If he's coming back and he's going to leave $7 million a year and come back and coach, it's got to be a team with a quarterback. That's interesting. It wouldn't be the first time uh, a high-profile coach has used somebody else for leverage. Uh, see, see Nick Saban for about a three-year stretch when he used Texas and other schools uh, while at Alabama. So, I mean, tis the season to use somebody to get more money. Uh, Payne from PayneInsider.com, uh, professional sports better NFL analyst with us here on Fox Sports Radio. How, surprising, how surprised are you that Philadelphia is an underdog at home against Dallas when, we, when we're hearing Doug Peterson talk about that all the starters are going to play uh, – uh, that that you know they want to get reps for Nick Foles. Surprised or no? I am a little surprised, and we did see this line move across the zero. Philadelphia opened about a one point favorite. We're now looking at Dallas about a two two and a half point favorite. 
And at this point, you have to ask yourself, what is Dallas playing for? Their season ended last week in excruciating fashion. They probably should have won that game. When you look at all the metrics, just Dak wasn't good enough. So now all of a sudden, they're going on the road. And I know Philadelphia doesn't really have anything to play for, but they're trying to get Nick Foles' reps, as you alluded to. I think we'll see a difference of opinion here. If this line gets to three, I think we'll see professional betters on the Eagles plus three as a home dog in this situation. But I it, I just find it tough to think that Dallas is, has anything to play for here. That's, that's my biggest concern. So I'm not going to be touching this game. And one thing, just across the board, when you're talking Week 17, I know a lot of players love to use their teasers. This is not the week for that. This is a week that has a ton of variance. Teams are going to be quitting. Teams are, uh, have different agendas. We even see a team like Green Bay. They're basically sitting everybody out, all their receivers this week. Jordy Nelson's out. Uh, Devontae Adams out. So you really have to just stay away from teasers this week because they just don't make a lot of sense due to all the variance in Week 17. That's why I'm saying that, and that's why I opened up the interview with it because it seems like this is just a giant pain in the ass like I don't know who like it almost feels like if you were into live betting I personally am not I have never dabbled in live betting nor do I know a gentleman by the name of live bet Jesus regardless of what rumors you people have heard but if you were dabbling in like live betting that would seem the way to go like this seems really tough to me to look at this and go all right they're playing for something uh they're playing for the I know like the professionals you guys have all the information but I mean the general public I mean they they might take a legitimate hit here this week right it could be an ugly week for them, for sure. And I think the biggest thing here is for professional bettors saying, hey, I always like to get the best of the number. In live betting, I'm not sure that's going to matter this specific week because you're going to be able to tell pretty early on who cares and who wants to be out there. So you might not get the best value in the number, but that one or two or three series is going to let you see what's exactly going to transpire. And you'll be, it's going to be pretty evident early which teams actually care and want to play. Uh, he is Payne from PayneInsider.com, professional sports better uh, NFL analyst with us here. Last one before we let you go. Um, I've noticed, and I don't know if this is just me sort of overreacting to this, but it feels like the point totals are very low this week. What do you make of that? Yeah, when you get backups and, and a lot of guys sitting out, that's partly it. This is going to take a vibe, and, and I've said this. There's one game on the board where both teams – actually have something to play for. You can scroll up and down the board and you say, oh, this team has something to play for, but their opponent doesn't. The one game that does is Carolina-Atlanta, and that has a pretty standard total, 47, 47 and a half. It did tick down with professional money, but this has more of that um, uh, preseason feel, which is, is what happens. Right. You see a lot of these totals are much lower. A lot of backups are in these games, and that's really why this is, this is transpiring. And one of the big games here, you're looking at a total that moved to San Francisco Francisco, LA, right? That total opened as high as 46. You're now down to 43. And again, it's when you sit in girly, when you're sitting golf, when you're probably not going to put anything on tape or film that shows your, your opponent in the playoffs what you want to be doing. It's going to be a very vanilla game plan with backups for a lot of these teams. He is Payne from PayneInsider.com, professional sports better, NFL analyst, also the co host of the Bet the Board podcast. Uh, tell everybody where they can go to check that out with you and Todd Furman. Yeah, absolutely. Just go to SoundCloud or iTunes, search Bet the Board. We have a great Week 17 podcast up. Also, a huge bull podcast. We had Dusty Dvorak on from ESPN. He joined us this week to break down all the big bull games on New Year's. Uh, you can get Payne on Twitter. He's a fantastic follow, at Payne Insider. Happy New Year, my brother. It was, uh, it was a fun year. We'll do it again next week, and, and we'll have some fun. Absolutely. Have a good New Year.
always good stuff with my guy Payne. That dude's in South Beach, and he's kind enough to get up at this hour to do the uh, interview. Always appreciate a few minutes of his time. And check him out on Twitter, at Payne Insider. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, um, whatever you do, don't improve your house. Like, don't buy yourself a car. Don't do anything nice because your neighbor is going to try and steal it. I have proof. I've got proof of it. That's next year on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up, top of next hour, which is a radio term for less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, we will have the Week 17 edition of Knox Locks. I'll be completely honest with you. Zero confidence heading into Week 17. It's why I talked with Payne uh, a few minutes ago, our professional sports better NFL analyst. Like, how the hell does anybody make money betting on, on Week 17 in the NFL? It is. I, I was. It took me so long to even try and figure out who I who I felt confident enough in betting on. I'm going to go zero and five. I'll tell you that right now. I'm going to go zero and five. So we will get to that uh, top of next hour again. Uh, eight minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. So be warned. This is a warning for you that uh, if you buy a new car or you make an improvement to the front of your house your neighbor is going to take the credit for it, right? Like, if you buy a new car, it becomes the entire street's car. Like, you didn't know that? Yeah, well, I mean, that's what that's what we're seeing in college football because apparently, even if your team loses, but your conference does really well, you'll take credit for that. Yeah, that's what we're seeing in the college football bowl games. Like, I, I keep hearing about, oh, well, you know, look at our conference record. Like, give me, what? <laughs> Hold on a second. Like, your neighbor bought a brand new car, brand new BMW. Doesn't mean you get to drive it. Okay? That's theirs. Mind your business. You're a fan of Team X. Focus on Team X. And forget about this conference pride crap. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And for some reason, people fall victim to this. And it's like, yeah, go Big Ten. Yeah. God, man, these are exhibition games, and a lo- and some of these players aren't playing. Like, how could anybody be excited for this? Like, could you imagine you're getting ready to go to the NFL draft, and they're like, "Hey, do you want to play in the? Uh, I don't know. Let's just make something up. Um, you want to play in the Seven Eleven Bowl? Now, what do you get? Well, you get a uh, you get a hundred dollars in Slurpee gift certificates." You get um, a fifty dollar gift card so that you can buy uh, you know the handheld uh, like the little lighters that are like in the shape of a gun when you go to pay out, and then they have like the um, like the uh, you know the cheap knockoff Viagras or like the uh, like the, the the stuff that'll help you out stuff like it's like called not not yet you know what I mean yeah like not yet and extends and. And uh, bigger, faster, longer, and all that other oh. knockoff stuff. Oh, oh, and 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 by the way, you'll you'll get to take home one of those uh, pair of sunglasses that are nineteen ninety nine. They're not Oakleys. They're Oakies. They take the L out. Like like who like who like who would want like? And you guys are taking this stuff serious. Like you're taking the Seven Eleven Bowl serious. Good God. 
It's the final opportunity of the NFL regular season to make money. I'll explain here coming up in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox here, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Visit Geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So uh, you can listen to the show as always on the iHeartRadio app and you can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83. It is the final show. Uh, as far as this show goes, the final weekend overnight show here on Fox Sports Radio for the year 2017. Uh, this year has been a blast. Uh, we will look forward to continuing into 2018, and we've got all sorts of fun stuff coming up later on. So on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates, wherever you are listening, we appreciate you doing so as always. Um, we've been doing something during the NFL season where I figured – uh, you know, a couple of years ago, I I made picks for every NFL game, and I was like, uh, I mean, a lot of these games I don't really give a rip about. Uh, I don't want to, you know, it's just like, and I, I did okay. I, I, fin- I think I finished 18 games over 500 or something like that. Um, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, I, I, I could do that again, and then I decided as this year approached, man, I don't want to, I don't want to look at doing every game because then you just start rattling through each game and you don't really put a lot of thought into them and, and maybe that's the best strategy and I'll be honest with you like that's sometimes my strategy with these picks anyways so I decided alright let's come up with a segment called Knox Locks alright which is, sounds very cheese ball, but it rhymes it's got a ring to it whatever so we call it Knox Locks and this, so what I've decided to do before the season started is I'm going to take five games in the NFL and I'm going to bet on five games. And I'm not going to go digging around and try and get inside information from anybody or you know, try and steal picks from somebody. Like this is, I do the research myself. I put in the time. I look into things. I, I crunch the numbers, if you will. And I decide, all right, so which games do I really want? And so some of these games will be over-unders. Um, some of them have been uh, you know, point spreads. And as the year started off, did okay, pretty decent, and then we had a little bit of a rut to where, I mean, it was not good, and I was pretty well below 500, and recently, within the last month and a half, I don't think I've had a losing week, and so there's a lot of three and two weeks in there, but you'll take it. Like, if you talk to a professional gambler, they tell you, if you can go 56 to like 60%, you're good. Like depending on where you place your money, you're gonna, you're going to do all right. You're you're going to make a little bit of coin. Like that is where professionals are really at. Anything above sixty percent, and you're on fire. So if you can go anywhere between like fifty four to like sixty percent on your picks, you're sitting pretty. And so one of the things I also do is I, if I push on a bet, I'm not going to put it in the win column. Like there's some people that'll make picks on you know on sports radio or whatever, and they'll push which means they didn't win. Like they'll have a team minus three and the team wins by three, and that'll be a push, but they'll count it as a win. That's not a win. You didn't win money. You pushed. So I'll include uh, all my pushes, and, and that's a separate column altogether. So I've been very honest with this and very upfront and very open with you, right? Which is why that honesty and that openness is something you should acknowledge as we head into this final weekend because I'll be straight up with you, I am going to go 0-5 this week. 
I have got no shot at winning one of these games. Not one. Not one. They will all lose. I'm telling you that right now. They will all lose. Because Week 17 is a crapshoot. You don't know who's playing for what. You don't know what the motivation is. You don't know whether or not a team is telling you they're going to play all their starters and then they sit them after the first quarter. These are preseason games. Like a lot of these are preseason games. So that's why when I was talking with Payne, our professional sports better NFL analyst last hour, I said, man, how does anybody look at this and go, oh, that makes, uh, yeah, I think I really trust that team in that situation. Like, you know, some of these guys, like these coaches are going to get fired after the game. Like, you don't know who's motivated. You don't know who cares about the coach. You don't know who doesn't care about the – like, it is a total crapshoot in Week 17. So, um, with that being said, uh, we want to recap how we did last week, another 3-2 and two week from uh, a week ago. Uh, I had uh, – and I got a little bit greedy here, I'll be honest with you. Had the Bengals plus three at home against the Lions. That was an outright winner. I should have bet the money line. Uh, that was easy money, a big game situation. Detroit usually chokes, and they did. Uh, I had the Titans plus six and a half with the Rams. Uh, Rams still won the game. I actually wouldn't have been surprised if Tennessee won that game. Uh, but then I realized Tennessee's not very good, and the Rams are – for whatever reason, a really, really good road team, even a week after going into Seattle winning that game. But nonetheless, with the six and a half, I won uh, with those points. And then I had the Saints minus five and a half. I wasn't thrilled with, with you know, swallowing the five and a half points against the Atlanta Falcons at home in a division game, but the Saints came out, looked really good, and uh, that was a win. And then I got greedy, and I bet the over in the Cowboys-Seahawks game. Clearly, we all know what happened there. That didn't hit the over. And then I also, for some reason, decided, you know what? Why don't I go a little double-barrel action? Huh? A little double-barrel action. Let me go the over in the Giants and the Cardinals of 39. And not only did the Giants not cooperate, they didn't score a single effing point. So that was two losses on the back end of last week. So a 3-2 and two performance last week puts me at 40-34-6 and six for the season. All right, so 40, 34, and 6 for the season, which means I will finish above 500. But like I said, it'll probably be 0 and 5, which means I'll probably finish a game above 500. But screw it. Shooter shoot, gamblers gamble, and weekend overnight hosts, they do this. Hey, lock it. Let's lock in. And now, and now, Knox Locks. Bears at Vikings. All right, 1 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. Listen, the Vikings are playing for a first-round bye. They will not take their foot off the throat of the Chicago Bears. All right, I am confident in that. The Vikings look at this and go, this is a big opportunity for us to ensure that we get some time off and we get a home playoff game afterwards. The Bears are coming off a snow-filled win over the Browns. Do not be fooled by that whatsoever. The Vikings will win this game. They will probably win by a large margin. Now, if I were if I were betting the actual betting line, if I were putting money on that, I would lean the Vikings minus 12. I would. But I'm not. I'm taking the over. Okay, this is an over-under bet. I think there's going to be opportunities early for this Vikings offense to put up some points. I think they'll be firing on all cylinders. 
with something to play for, as I mentioned. And from there, I see Minnesota leading comfortably and the Bears getting on the scoreboard late for a little garbage time glory. Give me the over of 38 in the Bears and Vikings. Redskins and Giants. 1 p.m. Eastern time, also on Fox. The Giants burned me last week. What a shock. Uh, the, the Giants have burned me this entire season. I picked them to win the division. I knew the second the words left my mouth, Giants to win the NFC East, that I was an idiot, and I knew I was going to get screwed. I just had this weird feeling that they were going to rip my heart out, and that's exactly what they did. And they've done it multiple times throughout the season, last week being an example. Um, they are dysfunctional, and they are bad. <sighs> But there are going to be players on the Giants trying to prove something. Most notably, Eli Manning. But that Giants secondary being as depleted as it is with suspensions and injuries and infighting and all that, and Kirk Cousins playing for a big-time contract in the offseason will have a chance to eat that secondary alive, which is why I say screw the point spread I like a shootout. I like a good old-fashioned quarterback duel. I'm taking the over again of 39.5. Cowboys and Eagles. 1 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. Um, The Cowboys minus three. And this one caught me by surprise a little bit. Okay? Because the actual... Like, this betting line, I did not expect. Okay? Now, usually... And anybody who's ever bet on football or bet on sports, when you see a line that jumps out to you as, huh, they don't know what they're doing, what the hell kind of a betting line is that? Usually when you see those and you go the other way, it's because Vegas knows something and they end up winning. Like, that's usually how this stuff goes, okay? So it's clear that the Cowboys were embarrassed last week against the Seahawks and everybody got put on notice. Dak, Zeke, Dez, the coaching staff, the play calling. Not a good look for the Dallas Cowboys with a golden opportunity at home against Seattle. And Dallas came up totally short on a big-time stage. And the criticism was everywhere afterwards. Okay, But I think Dallas bounces back. And I think they look much better this week against Philadelphia because I do think that they are playing for something and it's pride and to show everybody that last week was not the Dallas Cowboys. Philly is playing all their starters despite having home field clinch and it's a risky move. But it's why I don't think it's going to last long. I think they're going to pull their starters somewhat early in this game. I think this is going to look much like an exhibition game. It's going to look like the fourth game of a preseason, or the third game, if you will, when the starters play about a half, and then they pull them afterwards. Because of that, I am taking the bait. Give me the Cowboys minus three at Philly. Bills at Dolphins. All right, 425 Eastern time. Okay, now... This is this is going to be an emotional pick, and I'm letting you know that ahead of time. All right. So if you if you bet everything on this, if you bet all your Christmas money, or you got a, a kid's birthday coming up, and you bet it all on this game and this pick that I'm giving you, and you lose, don't come bitching to me. I'm letting you know right off the bat this is an emotional pick. Like, have you ever backed somebody or defended somebody that nobody else likes? 
everybody's had some somebody like that in their life, right? To where you back them, you defend them, but nobody else seems to like them. If you've listened to this show, you know that I've backed Jay Cutler. Okay, not so much for his football accomplishments because listen, he's he's an average to a little above average quarterback. That the numbers say so. We all get that, all right? But it's because I think he gets a bad rap. Okay? Because the guy isn't on social media, because he uh he he doesn't smile all the time. Everybody just assumes he's an a-hole. Never mind that teammates love him. Uh, people close to him appreciate what he does. He does charity work that nobody finds out about it until afterwards, and he gets pissed off when cameramen show up. Uh, when it, somebody's got a job interview like Adam Gase, he gets them uh, fitted for custom suits. He like he does a lot of great things, and you talk to people who know him, he just doesn't like public attention. It's just not his thing. It's different from the norm of normal athletes nowadays. And because of that, he gets criticized for it, and everybody mocks him, and they take shots at him because they just assume he's an a-hole, which I don't believe to be the case. So, in honor of what may be Jay Cutler's final NFL game, I am riding with my guy. I got the fins to play spoiler, or at least not lose by more than two and a half. Give me Miami plus two and a half at home. Raiders at Chargers. All right, the Chargers are a touchdown favorite. This is a 425 Eastern time game from the StubHub Center. Capacity crowd, 16. I don't feel good about this pick at all. I don't know what the Raider vibe will be like with all the rumors about John Gruden potentially being a coach and an owner and Jack Del Rio getting fired and all of that stuff. So, But I'm going to lean towards the Raiders being fired up with what will feel like a home game because there are so many Raider fans that are going to be at the StubHub Center to fill that place up and cheer for their team. I think the Chargers are a better team with obviously more to play for, but I feel a backdoor cover, okay, a backdoor cover, and I like the Raiders getting a touchdown in what will feel like a home game. Give me the Raiders plus seven. And that is called 0-5. Where's the studio audience? Did they like all check out? There it is. What's wrong with you guys? There's a damn mic right in front of you. Just clap into the mic. Just like that. It's not that hard. Yeah, that's 0 5. I'm not winning a single game. What do you want from me? Uh, I'm going to finish above 500. So I'll finish about a game above 500. I did my work. And now, because I'm above 500, I will be allowed to make picks in the, in the postseason. Yeah. I don't know what I mean. It's week 17. Like, like betting on this, it's a waste. Of, I almost didn't do it. It's a waste of time. You don't know who's playing for what. You don't know who's going to be injured, who's sitting out, who's going to fake an injury, who's got a contract, who's motivated. Like It's a waste of time. But I'm doing it. Do it! All right. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, I want to let you know we do have great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. 877-99 on Fox, the phone number. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, there is uh, an NFL head coach who should leave his current team. But it's looking like he won't, and it's a huge mistake. Find out who we're talking about next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, we will get to a story out of the NFL. There's a there's a coach who should probably should probably leave his current situation, but he won't. 
Okay, he will not do that. And uh, at least that's what it's looking like. And I think it's a mistake. If he would have just paid closer attention to something around him, he would find out why that's a mistake. So I'll explain who that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Um, Operators are standing by. We are going to have pro wrestler or porn star in six minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. It is a special edition of pro wrestler or porn star. I have gone through and taken taken some of the best names that have been used all year long on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. They will all make up our best of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star in six minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. If you would like to be one of two participants to have the great honor of playing Pro Wrestler or Porn Star for the final time in the year 2017, 877-99 on Fox is the number to do so. 877-996-6369. 877-996-6369. Pro wrestler or porn star. Coming up six minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, David Gascon. uh, By the way, Tom Brokaw. Who is uh, doing national updates here for uh, Fox Sports Radio tonight? That's Commander Let's David Gascon from the yeah. Los Angeles Police Department. What's up, Gas Man? Dude, I just got back from 7-Eleven. Your, uh, your technical director made me go for a quick run and buy some, uh, how do I put this? Uh, Four Locos? Microphone covers for New Year's Eve. Oh, I got little balloon animals, huh? Yeah, he's like, Gascon, I need your help. You're yeah. my guy. I'm like, all right, man, oh. well... Have some fun out there and oh. uh, and see him, my man. That's interesting. Yeah, he was also uh, spraying perfume on his hand. What does oh. that mean? <laughs> um. All right. So, Dave, <laughs> this is the. I don't even know. <laughs> I have to go with that. All right. So, Dave. Yo. Uh. So now we're going to be playing pro wrestler or porn star coming up. Uh, we've got a thousand phone lines that are all being lit up right now. Everybody wants in on this. You have not been a part of pro wrestler or porn star. Did you guys hear about uh, in, in a little while? Did you guys hear about the drama last week on pro wrestler or porn star? I did not. One of the names that we used last week, I, I guess it's the name of a uh, of an of an indie wrestler, an independent wrestler. And somebody tweeted at the independent wrestler that he was a part of pro wrestler or porn star. <laughs> so the the guy writes back, and and like maybe his producer, I don't even know who they were, and I didn't see it until Sunday morning when I woke up because uh, <laughs> you know I didn't get to bed till five a.m. And um, the guy the guy sees or I I see it when I wake up, and the guy's goes like, oh well, good to see someone stealing our idea. We were doing we were playing pro wrestler or porn star two weeks ago. Oh, I'll get the or F something out like of that. Here. And I'm thinking to myself, like, right. this guy bombed? Like, what? <laughs> Bro, uh, I've been doing this three years. Has it been that long? <laughs> yeah, it's like almost three years we've been doing oh. this game. Like, what are you talking about? How like, depressing. Like, people like, like saying, like, dear Fox Sports Radio, if you need help uh, developing content, uh, just let us know next time. It's like, man, <laughs> Get <bad>. go away. <laughs> go away. Like, come on. Like, what are we? And secondly, what are we arguing about? A bit on weekend overnight radio? Like really? Yeah. Like, I mean, that, come on. That would have been nice if it was a diva. Uh yeah. It, it, I mean, uh, listen, Dave. It's not always about that. I don't know. It is. It, it really is. Oh, it is about the looks. It really is. That's true. It's um, never about the person. Yeah. No, but it's it's like, man, come on. Like this is like this originated. It's been stolen by other shows. Trust me. The Ellen Show. Ellen DeGeneres. No way. I, okay. Uh, where do you think they got the idea for a bit they did called Pro Wrestler or Coachella Band? Where do you think they got that idea, Dave? Come on. 
Well, listen, you are popular, and you can find your show on the podcast. So yeah, it, uh, absolutely. Goes around, comes around, I Damn guess. Damn straight, because I'm telling you, like like a, a big-time, multi-millionaire, a daytime TV show, of course they'd be listening to Weekend Night <laughs> Radio. Or as Ben Maller says, uh, unless they don't. Uh, that is... That is the truth behind that. But uh, we will play We will play the best of pro wrestler or porn star coming up uh, here in just a couple of minutes. It's got to be Fox flattering, Sports though. Radio. Someone takes your bit, right? Yeah, just write me a check. I don't care about the flattery. Just write me a check. Let me know if you're going to steal something so that way I can at least get paid for it. Get you some cryptocurrency. How about that? What is that, like uh, like, like barf coin or whatever it's <laughs> Bitcoin, called? Bitcoin. Bitcoin. Was it Bitcoin? Yeah. You can do that. Yeah, whatever. Bitcoin. <laughs> I got your Bitcoin. Um, (laughs) So uh, reports out of uh, Houston, uh, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN and and league sources, is that Bill O'Brien is likely to be back as Texans head coach. um, And that's uh, that's what has come out on Saturday night. Now, he's one of the rumored uh, rumors out there that maybe Bill O'Brien would be gone in Houston. We heard that rumor last year. And so... Aaron Wilson, who covers the Texans there in Houston, had a a report out that he had talked to some people within the last 24 to to 48 hours that Bill O'Brien and Rick Smith, the general manager, do not see eye to eye, that the relationship has been, quote, toxic and whatnot. If I'm Bill O'Brien, get the hell out of there. Go. Somebody's got to go. Like, just look in your division. Look at what happened with the Indianapolis Colts to where a few years ago, it was well documented that Ryan Grigson, the general manager, and Chuck Pagano, the head coach, did not get along. They did not get along, did not see eye to eye, had uh, had arguments in public. People, It was well known within the locker room those guys didn't get along. And so instead of them just parting ways, and here's, here's the, the, the interesting part of that. The reason Doug Peterson is the head coach in Philly is because Chuck Pagano stayed in Indianapolis. Philadelphia was ready to hire Chuck Pagano. Like, Philadelphia wanted Chuck Pagano to be head coach. They assumed he was going to be coming available. And so what ended up happening is all of a sudden Jim Irsay calls everybody in and they all have this big kumbaya and they're playing a banjo and everybody hugs and maybe they do a couple of shots. And, oh, my God, everybody, oh, we're all friends again. Don't worry about it. It's like this, they oh, they, they, they mend the relationship over a, a bottle of wine. And then they come out and they go, oh, we all got four-year deals. And I said it at the time, this is going to be a disaster. Like, there's a reason you guys wanted to break up. There's a reason. Like, like you break up with somebody Guess what happens after you get back together because you really miss each other and you're lonely? Two weeks go by and you start fighting over the same exact stuff you fought before. Like, same exact stuff. So it's like, this whole situation in Houston, like, if I'm Bill O'Brien, just look at Chuck Pagano in that scenario that played out. I know Houston's got a talented roster. I know Deshaun Watson's a really talented guy. But if it's not working with the general manager, and Rick Smith has been there for over 10 years, and it's not working, you got to go. Bill O'Brien will get hired in a heartbeat. I just think, remember this moment. If they decide to keep Bill O'Brien and you deal with injuries again, and there's issues to where they make you take a quarterback without even getting to talk talk to him, and they sign him sight unseen, a.k.a. Brock Osweiler last offseason, like if that happens again, just remember that they had an opportunity to cut clean, to get away from this mess altogether, and they wanted to try and break up and get back together and mend their differences, and and you've seen this play out in the division. I, I just That's one to watch because if I'm Bill O'Brien, I'd seriously consider getting the hell out of there.
Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 877-99 on Fox is an important number for you, and here's why. We are going to play the best of 2017 pro wrestler or porn star. That is coming up next. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Tom Brokaw. Who the hell's on the updates tonight? This is David Gassman. Yeah! What's up, Gassman? Jonas, in the spirit of pro wrestler or porn star, I'm going to make this thing quick. Mississippi State took care of Louisville, (laughs) 31-27. Lamar Jackson had a rough day. 171 yards passing and two TDs with four picks. What's wrong with him? You don't like him? Oh, you're referring to me. All right, well... Lamar Jackson, not too good. Mississippi Sorry, State I, takes care of it. Yeah. I was drinking my Mad Dog 2020. What'd you say? <laughs> Fair enough. Iowa State beat Mississippi or Memphis, excuse me, 21 to 20. Penn State just got by Washington, 35 28. Saquon Barkley had 137 yards rushing and also two TDs. One of them went for 92 yards. The Orange Bowl saw number six Wisconsin finish off a 13 and one campaign as they beat Miami, 34 24. And the NBA, Cleveland Cavaliers fall in Utah, 104-101. to Steph Curry comes back, and the Warriors drop the Grizzlies, 141-128. And the 76ers go into Denver and beat the Nuggets, 107-102. to Jonas? Thanks, Dave. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So what I've done, we do something on this show called Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. It originated on this show. Don't believe any of the BS you see online. That's all crap. We originated it. I've got the proof. I've got it documented. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star has been voted one of the greatest game shows ever in the history of Sports Talk Radio. I mean, that was voted on by me and nobody else, but never mind that. It's all about the trophy, okay? And I've decided, since it's the final show of the year, since it's officially the final day of the year, why not go back in time? And I said... Let me go back through all the episodes of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Let me go back through all of them. And let me pull. Get your minds out of the gutter. Let, oh. me, let me pull the best names from the year. Okay, the very best names from the year. I'll be honest with you. I got till about July, and I realized I could do probably 100 of these. Okay, but we don't have time for 100. We've only got time for a select few. So without further ado, it is time for this. Is it a pro wrestler? Or a porn star? Genitalia. I love that. You have an affection for big men. Time to guess that name. It is that time. Pro wrestler or porn star? The best of edition. Some of the best names from the entire year. If you've listened to every episode, that should be a little bit of a cheat code for you. Okay, but... For those of you just tuning in for the first time, get ready to get your mind blown here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star on Fox Sports Radio. Let's first find contestant number one. And for that, we go all the way. By the way, if you think I'm lying about the popularity of this segment, I dare you to call 877-996-6369 right now. You're going to get a busy signal. That's a thousand phone lines that are all filled to the brim of people that want in on this game, right? So with that, let's go to number line let's go to line number 613 where Johnny 
is listening in Kansas City. Johnny, what's happening? Yeah, uh, hey, Jonas. John, going on? Johnny, you there? Yep, I'm here. All right, so you ready, you ready to play this game, Johnny? Let's do it. All right, so you're in Kansas City. What are you doing up, man? It's uh, I mean, don't you want to get some sleep? You're probably going to get vomit drunk later on, don't you? Want to, like, rest a little bit? Uh, guilty. Uh, yeah, let's go, though. I'm all right. All right, so, uh, so oh, come on, man. No, no, no. Listen, we we live vicariously through you. So what did you do on Saturday night? Uh, I, well, you you basically called. I got stupid drunk, and uh, and then I took a rest, and uh, I'm up, and uh, I, I tune in every uh, every Sunday morning. So right. let's go. All right. So when when's the last time you brushed your teeth, though? Because when you pass out and then you wake up, then it feel like. Uh, like it gives your mouth feels kind of dirty. Like ah, I need some like mouthwash, or like I need like a, a stick of gum or something like that. Especially like, did you eat food and then pass out? Like, what'd you have? Like a uh, like Taco Bell? And then you can you can taste the double decker taco in your mouth for like three hours afterwards. You're way off. A couple of stackers and then nachos okay. grandes, but uh, okay. <laughs> okay, so. fair enough. All right, so we got Johnny in Kansas City. Johnny in Kansas City who is waking up from uh, from passing out earlier, ready to play a pro wrestler or porn star. Johnny, we're going to go all the way to line number 264, huh? I believe it or not. Uh, let's go uh, Angela. Is this Angela in New York? Yes, it is. Angela in New York, you are on pro wrestler or porn star on Fox Sports Radio. What's happening? Oh, not too much. Uh, Just out delivering delivering newspapers. All right. Where in New York are you? I'm in, actually, right now I'm in Niskeyoon in New York. Where the hell is that? Who? <laughs> it's right outside of Albany, New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're on, in, in, on Albany. Is it uh, AM 1280? Uh, no, it's actually AM 980. Oh, okay. Well, I knew it was an 80 there. All right, fair <laughs> enough. All right, so, so you are uh, out working hard, delivering papers. Have you ever uh, heard uh, pro wrestler or porn star before? I listen every week. Oh, you're the best. You're the <laughs> best, Angela. All right, so here we go. This is the best of edition, all right? So Angela may have a little bit of a, a head start because all these names have been used throughout the year, okay? So this is the best of edition of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. So here's how it works. I'm going to start with Johnny. Then I'm going to go over to Angela. If you guys are tied at the end of this list, we'll go to Sudden Death Overtime. Easy enough? Sounds good. All right, so here we go. Johnny, you ready? Angela, what's up? <laughs> Hey, Johnny, swipe right on your own time, bro. We're trying to do a game here. This is a, this, this is a professional broadcast here. I'm not trying to set anybody up, all right? Let's go. Johnny, you're still ripped, aren't you? That's funny. Go. <laughs> okay, all right. So, Johnny in Kansas City. You ready, Johnny? Let's go. All right, so here we go. First name up for Johnny in Kansas City. First name up for you is Lord Humongous, pro wrestler or porn star. Did you say humongous? Yeah, Lord Humongous. Duh. Uh, star. That is incorrect. Uh, no, Lord Humongous <laughs> is a uh, pro wrestler, so unfortunately Johnny is 0-1. Over to Angela in New York we go. Angela, the name for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Ingrid Mouth, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. I'll say Porn Star. That is correct. Yeah. <laughs> Ingrid Mouth is a porn star. So we go back over to Johnny in Kansas City looking to tie things up here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star, the best of of 2017. Uh, Johnny, the name for you is Joe Blow, 
pro wrestler or a porn star? Gotta be, gotta be the porn man. Go. Gotta be the porn man. Porn, right. porn, porn. All right, we'll we'll accept that answer. Uh, it is a porn star. Yes, that is correct. Uh, Joe Blow is a porn star. Over to Angela. Angela, New York we go. Angela, the next name up for you is Black Man. Pro wrestler or a porn star? Porn star. That is incorrect. No, that is... Uh, <laughs> no... That is, by the way, that might be my personal favorite. I got to be honest. Like Johnny Depp, <laughs> Johnny Depp is, is is really solid, but but Black Man is a pro wrestler name is really funny. I don't know. Why. All right, uh, but no, unfortunately, that is in, that is incorrect. So back over to Johnny in Kansas City, we go. Johnny, you ready? All right, here we go. The name for Johnny is Dead Eye Dick, pro wrestler or porn star. And just for fun, can you repeat that? <laughs> Dead-Eye Dick, Ugh. pro wrestler or porn star? Let's go. I know it sounds like a porn star, but let's go pro wrestler. That is correct. Well done. Yeah, Dead-Eye Dick is a pro wrestler. So back over Whoa. to Angela we go, looking to tie things up here on pro wrestler or porn star. Angela, the name for you is Bridget the Midget, pro wrestler or porn star? I'll say... Wrestler. Incorrect. No, Bridget oh. the Midget. Yeah, that's actually a porn star. <laughs> I don't know why, but uh, oh. you're not <laughs> swollen. I'm not. I'll be honest with you. Uh, so no, unfortunately, that is incorrect. So we go back over to Johnny in Kansas City, looking to take control of the game here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Johnny, the name for you is the Juicer. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Okay, first of all, I mean, like, I'm not sure where my paper is, but now I'm understanding why it's not here. Let's go with... Porn star. That is incorrect. A juice no juice. A uh, pro wrestler. Yeah. What was that, Marshawn? I can feel... No juice. <laughs> Marshawn. Good God. All right, over to Angela we go. Angela, you can tie things up if you get this correct, all right? You can tie the game up if you get this correct. Okay. All right, so here we go. The name for Angela here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Tom Shaft, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Porn Star. That is incorrect. No, Tom (laughs) Shaft. Yeah, I know. It's a tough one. Really, really tough. Yeah, Tom Shaft is a uh, is a pro wrestler. So we go back over to Johnny in Kansas City. Now, Johnny, here's the situation. If you get this correct, the game is over. All right, the game is over if you get this correct. You can clinch it here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so the game is over if you can get this correct. Johnny, what what were you drinking today? Let, let's let's have that quick conversation. What what was it? Gasoline. Well, uh, with orange juice, but uh, yes. Yeah. Right. No. Uh, uh, we'll accept that as an answer. All right, so here we go, Johnny. And, uh, all right, all right, there you go. Got it, got it. Johnny in Kansas City. Uh, here we go on pro wrestler or porn star. You can win the game if you get this correct. You ready, Johnny? I am. Go all ahead. Right. Paul the Package, pro wrestler or porn star. Mm. 
did you say the package? Paul the package. I think your phone's upside down, Johnny. Pornstar. <laughs> that is incorrect. No, that is incorrect. It is a pro wrestler. Oh my so God. now it opens up the door for Angela in New York to tie things up here. Angela, this is to force sudden death overtime. All right, you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, so here we go. The name for Angela is Caressa Me. Pro wrestler or porn star? Porn star. That is correct. Angela with ice water in her veins. That is correct. And we are all tied up going into sudden death overtime. All right, so here's how it works. I am going to read the name. Of course it would go down this way on the final episode here in 2017. I'm going to give you the name. Your name is your buzzer. If you want an opportunity to guess this, you have to buzz in with your name. If you get it, you win the game. If you miss, the other person wins. Easy enough? Easy enough. All right, so here we go. I'm in. All right. The name here is the redheaded stepchild. I'm in. Wrestler. Your name is your buzzer. Uh. Angela. Angela. Angela is in with her name, Angela, to win the final episode of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star in 2017. The red-headed stepchild, pro wrestler or porn star? Pro wrestler. That is correct! She's done it! She has done it! Angela has done it! Oh my god! Angela has done it! She has come back from the brink to win the final episode of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star here in 2017. Congratulations to Angela. Angela, I gotta imagine there is no better way to enter into the new year than a champion in pro wrestler or porn star. I gotta say, it's awesome. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Keep working hard. We love you, I Angela. Will. Thank you. We love your show. Awesome. Appreciate it. Outstanding. Angela, the winner on pro wrestler or porn star. By the way, that guy is so drunk, he could stop drinking now and still be wasted by March. Fat, Good drunk God. and stupid is no way to go through All life. All right, so. uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Coming up next, um, we've got important questions from around the NFL. They have to be answered. That's next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, so we're going to have some scenarios play out um, in the NFL playoff picture and then also the coaching carousel that could be going on because you're now you're hearing some stuff that certain guys are staying and some guys are leaving um but i do just want to uh follow up quickly on what we did uh the final episode of pro wrestler or porn star that just took place a few minutes ago and it was a best of 2017 and um i know david gascon who is uh you know of course He's always in the update studio. He never walks out of the update studio unless he just did this last break. Uh, David Gascon, I wanted to get your thoughts as being the guest here since you were <laughs> back for a one-night-only appearance. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on a few of these names. Um, <laughs> well, let's let's go straight to this one. De- you, okay. Dead-Eye Dick. Um, thoughts? Makes me think about the morning okay. in some ways. Okay. Um, uh, I'm not even going to ask you about Black Man. <laughs> Um, or Bridget the Midget, because that, uh, that would have been a big somebody. fan. A um, big fan. Shout out Robert Guerra. And then uh, Lord Humongous, <laughs> which, is, uh, <laughs> which was also a name that appeared on the best of 2017 yeah, version. It, it's really tough to beat Giant Depth. 
Yeah, Johnny Depth was good. Um, Wesley Pipes. <laughs> That's solid. Yeah, dude. Mariah Cherry was really good. But I mean, some of these are Tom Shaft. Listen, <laughs> big fan. I I get I get I get why you would think that that was a porn name. Yeah. But unfortunately, it's a pro wrestler. He's a golfer. So. I thought he. Yeah. I like his long game. He is. Yeah, I think he's in the uh, restroom. Actually, now that I think about it, I gotta go. Oh, I'm right behind you. Uh, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, all NFL Hour next. So we got some NFL rumors. One of them, I actually completely buy into and i'll explain to you why that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes jonas knox fox sports radio you can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app you can find us on sirius xm channel 83 and on all of our great fox sports radio affiliates wherever you are listening to the program right now we appreciate you doing so having some fun here on our final hour of the year in 2017, officially the final day of the year as well, too. Uh, we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So there's all sorts of uh, scenarios that could play out and all sorts of uh, NFL's, you know, playoffs, uh, who's going to get in, what do you need to happen here? And then you get all the coaches that are on the hot seat and all the coaches that are out there that you would anticipate, well, you know, could be in trouble. And there's some obvious coaches there that you look at and you go, you're already hearing Chuck Pagano as being one of the guys that's probably going to be gone. Uh, John Fox is another one in Chicago. He's probably going to be gone. Um, so some of these make a lot of sense and, and you try and, see okay well who who would be a potential candidate to replace some of these guys um dirt cutter is going to be staying in tampa bay that one's a little curious to me that one feels more like uh maybe a, a stubborn thing they made the decision to go with dirt cutter uh it's clear that everything is focused on making Jameis winston a franchise quarterback so I, I wonder if the Dirk Cutter thing is kind of like, well, you know, we made such a big switch here. Like, what, you know, why do we want to, you know, turn the franchise over to somebody else? It just, but if you watch Tampa Bay in the in in Hard Knocks, and I know it's a reality show, so it's kind of weird saying this, but didn't it seem like something was kind of off? Like, it didn't seem like the they they were all on the same page. Now you're hearing about infighting and some outbursts during the year. So. There's like it, it's a it's a crappy time for a lot of these guys. I don't root for anybody to lose their job in any profession. I hate it. Uh, I know what it's like to be laid off. It sucks, and it's regardless of what you want to tie the the amount of money that they've made or the the buyouts or well, don't worry about them. They're getting ten million dollars or oh, don't worry about them. They made nine million dollars their time there. You know the reality is like that's the dream gig. For so many of these guys, and it's over. They lost their dream job. You know, like John Fox has made a lot of money in the NFL, but let's call it what it is. This is his last head coaching gig. That's it. Like that's that was his passion. That's that was his dream job. He got to experience it, and now it's gonna be over. Now it's gonna be gone. So you can you can try and put a dollar amount next to that all you want, but if you've ever done a job you really, really love, sometimes, 
you know, it's not, it's a little bit more than the paycheck. The paycheck's nice, but sometimes it's a little bit more than that. So that's why I never celebrate or try and go, oh, so-and-so should be fired. Like, I, I don't play that game. It stinks out there when you're laid off. It's it's not a fun feeling. It's very humbling, and, and I, I never root for anybody to lose their gig. But, like, there is a rumor that's going on in the NFL that I actually totally buy into, and I buy into it for a couple of reasons. So this John Gruden rumor to where the uh, the story out of that that has been reported is that the Raiders are pursuing John Gruden to be their head coach and it would possibly include an ownership stake in the team. Now, when you hear a John Gruden rumor, the immediate response is he's trying to leverage it to get more money out of ESPN. I don't know that that's necessarily the case here. And I don't know that ESPN would cave here because ESPN's laid off a bunch of people. I don't know if financially they want to put any more money into John Gruden. And I think it would look bad optically. The, the optics would, would, would speak. Uh, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't sit well with a lot of people that they laid off so many employees this, this year. And then all of a sudden they find enough money to make sure they keep John Gruden around. So that's why I don't, I don't think ESPN would do that. Again, it's not me knowing anything about ESPN management or or their finances or anything. I just, to me, the optics would would not present themselves in the right way. So you hear this stuff and you hear the Gruden rumor and you always hear, yeah, you know, he was going to go to Tennessee earlier. Ah, it's BS. You know, he's the white whale. You'll hear him tied to all these other jobs. But this one seems different. This one seems a little bit more legit. Okay, because. It's not just anybody reporting it, it's co-workers reporting it. It's Adam Schefter and it's Chris Mortensen. They work at ESPN. That's where Gruden works. They're also reporting this with the knowing that John Gruden's agent is also the same guy who represents Jack Del Rio, the current head coach of the Raiders. So I don't think these guys would put out a report with that sensitive of a detail attached to it without having some confidence that this is legit, that this makes a lot of sense, that on, on multiple fronts, we can see this adding up, that this, this, this seems like it's got some legitimacy to it. So when I saw the, the rumors start up again, I thought, Oh, that's, that's, that's total BS. But then you start to think about it and you go, if I'm John Gruden and I've passed up, other opportunities that have been presented to me. Why is this one different? And the easy answer would be, well, because he can be part owner. I mean, if they're going to offer an ownership stake, who wouldn't take that? I mean, being an owner in the NFL, like I've told the story before, my, I, I got a really successful, one of my dear friends in the world, really, really successful guy. His company is, he's made a ton of money. Uh, if they ever decide to sell the company, he's going to make a fortune. Um, and he works with a lot of big time clients and he's done really well for himself. And his next business venture that he would love to get into is he would love to own a sports franchise. And the reason he would love to own a sports franchise is because it's one of the last remaining live entities that you can sell as a live entity because you have to be there to see it live in order to take it in. It's not like something to where, you know, it's it's a Netflix show or you know, you, you buy into a net Netflix series and you know you can kind of watch it whenever. This is, you know, 
the live aspect to it is is what interests him and what fascinates him. And so he's talked to me about how difficult it is to even get in the waiting list, on the waiting list to try and find enough investors to help to like it it is an almost impossible situation. So when you're an NFL team and you come to John Gruden and you say, hey, we'll hire you as head coach, and then we'll also let you have part ownership. Now we're talking. That's a select group of people that have the opportunity to have that. Plus, it's an organization he's very fond of, and they're going to be going to Las Vegas. They're going to have a brand new stadium. Like, There's a lot to that that makes a lot of sense for John Gruden. The other part of it, just from the football standpoint, the one thing John Gruden never had in his time as a head coach that he never really got to work with was a legitimate franchise quarterback. I mean, Rich Gannon did great things for him. Not a franchise quarterback. Brad Johnson won a Super Bowl. Not a franchise quarterback. Like, he's never had that. And so that's why, and, and he's always been very high on Derek Carr. He was high on Derek Carr when Derek Carr came out of the draft. So that's why... I look at this situation, and this feels a little bit different to me. There's been Gruden rumors to, I mean, college and and the NFL. And, I mean, you know, as recent as just a few days ago, there was the, well, what about Tennessee? We heard he's been to Nashville recently. And maybe that, and I just, uh, I didn't buy that at all. That's, that seems like a bunch of crap. I don't, I don't buy it whatsoever. But then you hear this one, and you hear the details attached to it, and then you consider the sourcing on it. And the fact that they wouldn't go with a report like that nationally the night before the final game of the season when the current head coach's agent is the same agent as John Gruden unless they were pretty confident that they had some legitimacy to the story. Like there was something there that was legit about this story. And that's why when I saw it, my initial, as I said, my initial reaction was to scoff at it. And then you do a little bit of digging and you go, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Like that, that may actually makes a lot of sense to me. I think it's, it's something Gruden would seriously consider. And if they tack on ownership, I think he'll take it. I, I absolutely think he'll take it. Because I, I think the reason you can say, there's a couple of reasons why he's always floated his name out there. You know, he loves to be chased. Okay, that's fine. Uh, you know, he wants more money. Okay, that's fine. But you know what? He probably has the itch to get back into coaching, but he knows what that world's like. And he knows it's a savage place to go try and make a living and to try and be successful. And he knows that nowadays, if you're a mediocre team, and he had mediocre teams throughout his coaching career a lot of the time, if you're a mediocre team, that'll get you two, three years tops. And then they're making a change. So if I'm Gruden and I'm going to get back into that world of uncertainty, I'm doing it with the knowledge that, all right, well, if I do lose this gig, my fallback plan is I'm part owner. That's not a bad fallback plan. So I actually think there is something to the story, the sourcing of it, the motivation involved in it. I totally buy into this latest Gruden rumor of him uh, going back to the Oakland Raiders. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, there is um, there are other 
scenarios to play out here coming up on Sunday. All right, We've got some playoff scenarios because if certain teams were smart, they would do the following. Find out what I'm talking about next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, we will uh, play an edition of Would You Rather. That's one of the uh, award-winning segments we have on this program. And uh, it'll be involving some of these scenarios in both the NFL playoff picture and also the coaching carousel as the uh, Black Monday, I don't know if festivities is the right word, but the Black Monday, ugh, not a, not a good time for a coach with Black Monday right around the corner. So we will have that for you here coming up in uh, just a couple of minutes. Um, I have been told, though, by a member of this staff, and that member is Iowa Sam, that he has something that he needs to get to. Right? He, asked, he has to get to this. I have to. Uh, Iowa Sam is our tech producer here. Um, he's an alcoholic. Well, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, well, I just got out of my AA meeting. Listen, so we, we've, we've all got to uh, we've all got to acknowledge our flaws. Mm-hmm. Uh, his New Year's resolutions are coming up, so yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I um, drink one fewer beer per yeah, hour. Yeah, he's he's, he's going to keep it at an even twelve pack for yeah. the, for uh, yeah. a day, just one per hour. Yeah. Um, so Iowa Sam has got something that he needs to get off his chest. So go right ahead. Yeah. Sam. Well, you know, it's not so much get off my chest. I just we missed you the other night on Friday night. We had yeah. we had Brian No in for you and a lot of people were wondering like where the, where the heck is Jonas? And the fact is that Fox Sports Radio gave you the night off to get rest. Your body was just destroyed. All right, mm-hmm. it was a crazy week for you. Mm-hmm. Now let me let me just bring uh, listeners up to speed here. Earlier in the week, the Purdue Boilermakers, they called up Jonas after injuries ravaged the Boilers special teams and practices leading up to the Foster Farms Bowl against Arizona, all right? It turns out Jonas actually had one year of eligibility remaining at, for his alma mater, the old old black and gold there at Purdue. And when you know, Jonas steps in. We got this audio, exclusive audio of Jonas making a special teams play for the ages. Line up, and they're going to take a knee now. Nope, they faked it. Jonas. Knox at the 40, the 45, midfield, 45, 40. There's your trick play. There's your trick play. They fake the kneel down. And Jonas. Knox takes it into Arizona territory on a 32-yard run. Wow, everybody. Wasn't oh, you know that what? Something? That was well wow. done. That is how it's done. I mean, I can't believe you went all the way up to Santa Clara. That's how it's done, baby. And, and ran for the Purdue Boilermakers. Wow. You know what? That's that was how, something. That is how you end the year on high note. That was better than I expected. When you had the lead in, when you were leading up to the actual punchline, I was like, here we go again, man. This is going to be like watching two homeless well. guys throw up on each other. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I don't want to see. I don't want to hear this. I don't want to see it. I want no part of this dumb joke that he's going to rattle off on the air. That was outstanding. I'm standing up right now. I'm just, yeah. No, I know. Yeah, you, that's that. I, well, hey, li- listen, you're the one who stepped in there for Purdue. Help them get that 38-35 Foster Farms Bowl yeah. victory. So it's true. Good by, on you, man. By the way, do you just see important the, the facts here? Did you see the interim head coach of Mississippi State's last name is Knox too? I did not. Yeah, I something tells me that uh, my family tree's got a lot more questions than answers. All of a sudden, you know what I mean? It's <laughs> a lot of Knox because we don't look anything alike. If you uh, catch my drift, noticing that a lot lately. A lot of fruit dropping off that tree. And spreading around, whatever that means. I, I meant nothing at all, actually. Why don't you just drink another beer, okay? Will do.
All right, that was good though. Uh, well done by uh, Iowa Sam. That was that was better than I expected. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, so um, so with that, we've got a a little something we do on the show here called Would You Rather. So without further ado, it's time for it. When life gives you lemons, just say the lemons and fail. Hey Jonas, you want to play a little game? Things are about to get real dark real quick. Uh, we want to know what poor fool would you rather be in our latest edition of Would You Rather? And full disclosure, this is something that we were supposed to get to about two hours ago. But this show has been uh, just insane uh, with all sorts of craziness and and hijinks going on. That's what happens when David Gascon shows up for work, finally. Uh, so we have uh, we have been delayed on this. It is over two hours in the making that we've been trying to get to this segment. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Robert Desmani, or as Andy Furman likes to call him, the one and only Robert Donzani. Hello, Robbie. All right, Daz. Uh, what do we got? <laughs> I blame the delay on a drunk Johnny from Kansas City. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> all He's right, passed so out anyways. We'll start with the uh, Black Monday scenarios for you. Okay. Black Monday's on the horizon. Obviously, you spoke about Gruden potentially going to the Raiders. Another team Gruden's been linked to are the Indianapolis Colts because of one Andrew Luck, the whole quarterback relationship there. So if the Colts and Raiders both depart with their coaches, if you're Gruden... Which would you rather coach? Oh, the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders, 100%. Well, first, one, now the defense is a mess. We all get that. And they've they've spent a bunch of money, and they've they've drafted. Some have worked. Uh, a lot of the free agent stuff has not worked. But I trust Derek Carr at this point in his career more than I trust Andrew Luck. I have no idea what the hell Andrew Luck's going to be like when he gets back. They have they have stunted his growth with just some of the decisions on offense and and some of the the draft decisions. I, I mean it's it's probably an easier division if you want to look at it that way. But I would go with the Raiders and plus the idea of being part owner added into the mix and then you get to go to Vegas for a fresh start. I would go Raiders all the way. Yeah, you never know if Andrew Luck might go back to the Netherlands because he was there for like six months. Yeah, has he shaved yet? Anybody? Do we have any, an update on Andrew Luck's neck beard? It's still it's still necky. It's disgusting, man. So gross. The worst thing. All right, so moving on, we got the Browns. The Browns, if they decide to finally fire Hugh Jackson, Jackson after a few, uh, you know, less than stellar years as the head coach, would you rather have your next coach? If you're the Browns, a savvy veteran or some uh, young gun, kind of like a Sean McVay, come in to take over for that team? Well, here, oh man, that's. I feel like if they had a a young coach, they would ride with him a little more. Like they'd let him sort of develop his own, you know, get his rhythm, you know, kind of build the team. But I don't know if I'm a young coach. I don't know that I take that job. Unfortunately, the where the Browns are at, the only guys that are going to take that gig are guys that realize they've got one more opportunity maybe and – Trust my experience. I feel I can get it done. If I'm a young coach, I'm not taking that job. I wouldn't take the Browns gig. Like, like what? Why would? Who the hell would want to? All right. So this is my first opportunity to be a head coach. Let me take the Browns job. Like you end up, you turn into Mark Tressman or you turn it into uh, uh, Cam Cameron to where you're one and done and you never get another opportunity again. I wouldn't take the Browns job. I I would think that their next head coach is going to be a guy who's had some experience, uh, somebody that John Dorsey is tied with. 
I'm surprised we're not hearing more about Hugh Jackson potentially being fired. Uh, reportedly, everything I've seen is they expect him to be back, which is astonishing to me. The guy has got one win in two years, but that's a report out of Cleveland. Those are baseball guys running the Browns, by the way. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Jeff Fisher might be there. Who knows? All right. So, a last um, coaching question here Bruce Arians. Is looking. Uh, reports are saying that it, this might be his last game yeah. coaching the Arizona Cardinals. You know, a lot of health concerns and the Cardinals' recent struggles kind of have all led to the speculation. So, if he does decide to step down, would the Cardinals become one of the more coveted jobs? No, in the NFL. No, and, and because they have no quarterback, they've got Carson Palmer, and they've got nothing afterwards. There's no backup plan. They haven't prepared for it. Um, they haven't draft. I thought for sure Arizona is going to take a quarterback in this last draft high to kind of groom and and get ready for the future, and they did not. I mean, there's still some talented players there, but especially in that division, I mean, that's the worst team going forward. San Francisco's got a young quarterback. They've got a promising future. They figured that out. The Rams are set up for success, and the Seahawks still have Russell Wilson. Like, Arizona's aging. The window closed. They've got no plan at quarterback. I think that's the worst team in that division moving forward. And they didn't, like, do bad enough to have a decent enough pick? No. Like, you know, yeah, they, like, they and yeah they they won they won just enough games to piss off the fan base if they wanted a better draft pick. Exactly. All right, so let's move over to the playoff scenarios in the AFC. We have four teams vying for the final two spots: the Ravens, Titans, Chiefs, and Bills. I just want to know. Oh, I'm sorry, Ravens, Titans, Chargers, and Bills. I just want to know which one of these teams would you ra- uh, would you rather not face in the playoffs? Oh, Chargers. For sure. uh, the Chargers, because I think this is a, in totality, their season has been a disappointment with all the talent they have. But if you were to just break up their season into first half, second half, I mean, we're talking about a team that's, you know, a, a couple of late game collapses or a missed field goal away from them not even having to worry about winning this game. They could already be in. Um, I, I just think, I think there's a, a ton of talent on that defense. Uh, I, I would trust Phillip Rivers in a playoff game. I know he he stunk it up in Kansas City a few weeks ago, and the guy loves – he just – he's with reckless abandon at times. But he does have some playoff experience. He's had some success in the playoffs. He's won some game – you know, he's won before in the playoffs. Um, I would not want to play play the Chargers. I think that pass rush can give, can give somebody some fits like a Tom Brady. Uh, the Chargers I would not want to face if I'm in the AFC. And everyone should want the Chargers in the playoffs because they would be the most entertaining team. Oh, yeah. Because Phillip Rivers with, like, three minutes to oh. go. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Like, you want unpredictable. Like, like I, I want a guy back there just for entertainment purposes that I'm not sure whether or not I'm going to get four touchdowns or four picks. Like, it could go either or both. Oh, so he could give you both. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, I want it. Trust me, I would love to have the Chargers uh, in the postseason. <laughs> All right, so last question here. The Saints and Panthers have already clinched playoff spots, but they're still battling for the NFC South crown. I just want to know, would you rather rest your starters for the playoffs or risk injury in hopes to win the division? You get a home playoff game. See, it's interesting because New Orleans, this is the one New Orleans team that I would trust going on the road. Because running the ball and defense carries on the road. Their mm-hmm. defense has been banged up a little bit, but they can run the damn ball. Um, man, that's that's oh boy. That's and Breeze tough. has been 
even though the numbers are down, he's still been pretty damn good. Yeah, no, no. I mean, he's still he's still good. Um, I would lean towards rest probably. Um, I would want to be a hundred percent going into it, and I would trust that I could get it done on the road. But having a home playoff game, especially at the Superdome, is such an advantage. That that that's that's a tough call, and and trying to tell teams to. You know, to sit tight when they've, you know, when they're used to competing and they want to go out there and battle, it would be tough. But I, w- I would lean more towards the rest factor. Yep. All right, and that is uh, that is this week's edition of Would You Rather. Ra- can we round of applause. <laughs> Iowa Sam's too busy patting himself on the back to give us a round of applause. Right. Huh? Uh, by the way, an interesting uh, um, name that was thrown out. An interesting name was thrown out to watch in the coaching carousel. Uh, Alex Marvez, a Fox Sports Radio NFL insider, was talking uh, earlier today about Pete Carroll, that Pete Carroll may retire, that he's hearing some rumblings. Not likely, but Pete Carroll potentially retiring in Seattle. Obviously, he's an older coach. Maybe he feels like the window is closed there. Maybe Pete Carroll decides, you know, I, I... I'd like to, uh, you know, maybe just you know move on to something else in my life. But again, it's not likely, but that is one interesting situation in Seattle to look forward to. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next, the final appearance of the season for one Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio fantasy football insider. For you daily fantasy players, this is an important week. It is your last chance to make some scratch this season. So we'll get to that here next on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Tom Brokaw, who's on the updates? This is David Gaskin. Yeah! I like that. Iowa Sam hates that drop. I don't know why. Anyways. Kick things off in college football. Penn State, Washington going back and forth, but it was Penn State the winner. Connor McGovern over it, snaps it. Trace McSorley, right knee goes down. The Nittany Lion football team, Fiesta Bowl champions as they beat Washington 35-28. Saquon Barkley in that game, 18 carries for 137 yards and two TDs. Meanwhile, Louisville got beat by Mississippi State 31-27. Bulldogs picked off Lamar Jackson four times in this game. He was just 13 of 31 in the affair for 171 yards passing and did have two TD passes. Meanwhile, other games, Wisconsin won the Orange Bowl over Miami 34-24. And Iowa State beat Memphis in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl 21-20. Now, switching on over to the Harwood Court in the NBA, Golden State Warriors got Steph Curry back in limited time. He was dynamic. 141 points scored by Golden State as they beat the Grizzlies 141-128 to in four quarters of play. Cavaliers going to Utah and get beaten in Salt Lake City by the Jazz 104-101. to was the Hawks over the Trailblazers 104-89. to And the Knicks won in New Orleans 105-103. to Jonas, all the front today is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore. With True Car Price from True Car, now you can know exact price that you're looking for, the next car that you're looking for. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. That a baby, Dave. Man. Way to go, gas man. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, when we have more time... We'll tell everybody where we came up with the gas man. Is it bad that I keep playing that clip over and over again? Oh, the uh, the one from True Detective? Yes. That's no, not bad at all. <laughs> it's the one with uh, where the girl's got the antlers on, right? Well, there's nothing wrong with it. Oh, okay. 
Save that Thanks, for Dave. 40 minutes from now. Uh, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. One last time in the saddle, Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio Fantasy Football Insider for a little disco fantasy, the final edition here. For you daily fantasy players, week 17 in the NFL, Mike Effin Harmon is in the building. Harmy, what's happening? What's going on? I flew cross-country just to get back for this slot tonight. And on my drive-in, got to give a shout-out to Angela and the 12309. Miss Cayuna, my old stomping ground. I was up there for several years. Might have known Angela. I don't know. Harmon. We'll leave that for uh, another time. Another I, time, I, I, another I wanna, time and a place. Yeah, I don't want to get you in trouble. Thing with a time um, and a place. But hey, I was uh, out in politicking. What are you talking about? If you uh, want to watch this episode of Disco Fantasy and want to know why we're calling it Disco Fantasy, we've got disco balls in the studio. I believe uh, somebody dropped ecstasy outside the studio. We've got glow sticks. We've got all sorts of fun stuff here. Uh, go to at Swollen Dome on Twitter. We are periscoping this at Swollen Dome. You can watch the uh, episode as, uh, in its entirety. All right, so Harmon, here we go. So it's week 17 for a lot of daily fan. Now, how many, what, what percentage have you had to guess of season leagues actually have a week 17? You may still have some 10 to 15% that use it in some capacity. Why would anybody do it? Well, see, I'm a big fan of trying to utilize it, right? Because after these 16 glorious games, I say that with sarcasm dripping down my face uh, that goes away, right? All we got is playoffs, and that's all fine and good, but for fantasy purposes, everything's done till September, because you're not playing fantasy baseball. I know you better. No. No, you might do some, some daily wagering, but I like using week 17 as a second week of a championship. Maybe we do it over two weeks, so there's still oh, some, okay. some work that I got way. You. Or it's a totally separate contest where you're all throwing darts against the board together. It's just another way to get some uh, action, as we say, for Week 17 on these games and a little fantasy purpose. Okay, well, let me, start at yeah. qu- let me start at quarterback, okay? Because there are some starters that are going to be playing, but there's also some starters who find themselves in a position where they're playing a team that doesn't have anything to play for, a.k.a. Jimmy Garoppolo with San Francisco going against the Rams who are resting everybody. So give me a couple of your... Plays that maybe you wouldn't anticipate on a normal week that could see a big uptick in their performance based on the either the the position that the team they're playing is in or just in this spot you like their chances. Well, you're looking at Garoppolo first and foremost gets into the top ten based on the fact that we're expecting the Rams to do Operation Shutdown with a good chunk of their starters. I heard you mentioning Jay Cutler a little bit earlier going yeah. up against Buffalo. Why not? Final NFL game, Blow it out potentially for that final NFL game. You got Patrick Mahomes, even though a lot of his starters will, will sit down. Yeah. You've got secondary <laughs> receivers that'll be in, and he'll he'll wing the ball around. He'll run for 30 or 40 Against yards. that defense? <laughs> you think that defense is playing, I don't uh, know. I just, playing balls out today? Yeah, I, I think I, I can just see them baiting him into certain situations. Oh, I'm not saying he's yeah. going to have a clean sheet by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. I just think there's a couple of big plays to be had along the way. You look at Yates against Indianapolis. I know there's no DeAndre Hopkins, but again, Indianapolis, not exactly a world-beating defense. And if you want to get real cute, which which I don't, uh, we haven't started Joe Flacco at all this year, but he's a nine-point favorite <laughs> against Cincinnati in a laydown opportunity. Okay, let me, let's me let go to the uh, running back position. 
All right, so running backs, uh, we, we've I talked about strange bedfellows this week, yeah, my friend, and 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 there's a lot of uh, cold weather scenarios that are going to play out, and and you know going to be a lot of running the football or a young quarterback or a backup, like at, at running back, give us somebody maybe off the board you wouldn't anticipate normally playing that you could say, oh, okay, well maybe you know he's he's utilized out of the backfield that could be he could have an impact this week. Well, you're looking at Malcolm Brown of the Rams going up against San Francisco. He's going to be a back end number two. Again, Todd Gurley, Operation Shutdown, maybe an MVP, maybe not. Uh, Brandon Oliver against the Chargers. Melvin Gordon not expected to go. Eckler banged up. So here's an opportunity. And Oliver's been on the radar for fantasy purposes a couple of times in the past. So perhaps we see a little bit of an uptick there. We go back to that Houston and Indianapolis game. Last four or five weeks, you've seen a lot of Alfred Blue. As much as Lamar Miller's still the starter in theory, You've got a lot of Alfred Blue and Sharkandrick West, again, going up against Denver. So we're not sure exactly what kind of effort we get on either side in that game, but opportunity is all we can hope for here. And I got to imagine that Kareem Hunt exits early if he plays at all. Last one for Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio's fantasy football insider here. And it is time for ninja time. Yeah, buddy. It is ninja time here. So Mike Harmon. Non-quarterback, either a running back, wide receiver, we'll call it a flex, okay? If you had to pick one, one player available in most leagues that you would trust as your final ninja pick of the season, who do you got? I'm going to go in what looks like a home game for the Oakland Raiders here in Los Angeles. Antonio Gates in what might be his final game as an NFL player going double birds. Oh, wow. Antonio Gates. Going full on in the red zone. No Hunter Henry off to the IR. We saw Gates score a week ago. Opportunity again. Look Bad at that. Oakland defense rises up one more time. That's how it's done. A round of applause for a fantastic job all year from Mike Harmon, Fox Sports Radio Fantasy Football Insider. You can get him on Twitter at Swollen Dome and uh, make sure you stick around. He and Dan Beyer have the best fantasy sports show on radio. That's coming up at 9 a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. You want to stick around for a little prop bet monster? Oh, let's get it on. Oh, by the way, effing Ralph showed up. Ralph's not even working tonight. He's dead asleep right now. He looks like Weekend at Bernie's. Ralph is in the building ready for a little prop bet monster. So that, the final episode of the prop bet monster for 2017, that's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, Coming up after our show, in about 12 minutes from now, it will be Andy Furman and Brian No. Make sure you stick around. Uh, Furman and No, always a fun listen uh, on your Sunday mornings as they get you ready for the final week of the NFL season. A lot of uh, coaching rumors, uh, a lot of uh, playoff scenarios that could be played out. Um I uh, just spoke with Andy Furman during the break. He assaulted me. A full-blown assault. Are you okay? Uh, Are you going to be all right? I mean, I, you know. He's emo- a liar! Uh, well, emotionally a little a little disturbed. A little, little just. You want to talk about it a little nah, bit? Nah, just. I just, I don't need, um, I don't need him to send me things like that. I'll just leave it at that. Oh, boy. Yeah, I got Draymond Greened from Andy Furman. Great googly moogly. Yeah. All right. Uh. As we do come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, we do something on the show every single week called the Prop Bet Monsters, and it's time. 
Here to feed your degenerate gambling soul. <laughs> the Prop Bet Monster. <laughs> we make prop bets on random NFL games each and every week. So let's hear what game number one has in store. Browns at Steelers. How late into the game do the Browns have a lead? Over or under fourth quarter? Uh, I will go with the under on this. I'm going to go the under. I don't. Uh, yeah, I'll take that. What do you think, Mike? Under full on Landry Jones assault. All right, Iowa Sam. I'm going to take the under on that one. Okay, Robert Desmani. I'm not afraid. I'm going with the over. All right, Ralph is not here tonight. David Gaskell. Hey, I'm going to go with the. Oh, there he is. Go with the over. Ralph. Ralph is making sure. Ralph is in the building. Go home. Uh, Ralph is in the building. Ralph, what do you got? Well under. Okay. Yep, I'm here. Let's do this. (laughs) Go to bed, Ralph. (laughs) Go to bed. Next up. Chiefs at Broncos. What does Patrick Mahomes do first? Throw a touchdown. Throw an interception. Fumble. Rush for a touchdown. I'm going to go throw an interception. I think he's a gunslinger. I think he's going to get baited into a bad throw, and I think he's going to pay for it. Give me an interception. Mike. I like that. Broken play, sprints for to daylight for a touchdown. What do you got, Ralph? He throws a pick. <laughs> he throws an INT, <laughs> back-breaking INT, then gets like hurt bat- on the tackle. Aloha, brother. That's like bat- bad puppetry there. Throw, throw, Take throws- an E. My ass. <laughs> Throw a touchdown. Okay. Uh, Iowa Sam? I'm going to say he throws a tutty. All right. Uh, Robert Desmondi? He's going to fumble as he's on his way to the end zone. Okay. Next up. <laughs> Jaguars at Titans. Who has the first rushing touchdown of the game? Marcus Mariota, Derrick Henry, Chad Henney, or Chris Ivory? I'll go Derrick Henry. I don't know why. I'll, I'll take Derrick Henry. You wanted to get Chad Henney in there, a favorite of your old radio partner. Sonia Henney. <laughs> well done. Uh, I'm going to go Ivory. Ralph? That's Commander David Gascon from the Los Angeles Police Department. I'm going to go Derrick Henry. Whoa! What? All right, Ralph. Derrick Henry. Okay. Iowa Sam? I'm going to say Marcus Mariota. Right, and then uh, Robert Desmondi. I'm going Derrick Henry as well. All right. Next up. Raiders at Chargers. What do we see first in the game? A Philip Rivers interception, a Derek Carr interception, Marshawn Lynch gets ejected, or Philip Rivers complaining to the refs. Oh God, Philip Rivers! <laughs> give me a break. That's easy money, man. That should be like minus five thousand. Give me, give me a uh, Philip Rivers complaining to the refs. There could have been thirteen different oh, yeah. options here because you could have had a fight in the stands. Yes, an inset of John Gruden. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, of John Gruden. Uh, I'm gonna go with a car interception. All right, Ralph. No! Car <laughs> interception. Okay. Hey, Gascon. Gascon, do you want to make a pick here? No, I don't. Okay. Good stuff. <laughs> no, uh, I don't want to participate. Iowa Sam. I'm going to say Derek Carr interception. All right, Daz. Philip Rivers is already complaining about this. All right, next up. <laughs> Bills at Dolphins. What's more likely to happen in the game? Nathan Peterman takes a snap. Jay Cutler pretends to eat a piece of meat. What? Bills lose by missing a field goal. Or Indomitian Sue gets a personal foul penalty. Um, 
Jeez. You, didn't get, you guys didn't see that snap of Cutler just eating a piece of ribs? Yeah, ribs yeah he was eating a piece of meat. Um, more likely to happen. I'll take um, I'll take Sue getting a personal foul penalty. Cool. I'm going to take Peterman getting into this game. Okay. Ralph? Boy, I think Never both. Never heard of him. Hey, I think both happen. So, therefore, I'll go with uh, Sue. Okay. Iowa Sam? Uh, Jay Cutler will eat a piece of meat, and that piece of meat will be quail. <laughs> God, that was seriously, man. Like our man. last show or, of the year. Or Mark Sanchez brand you hot can't, dog. You can't even stick the landing on the last show of the year. <laughs> Jesus! Like all of a sudden, I, I look and Dave Coulier's on the board. Like, Cut it out! What the hell's sticks. happening here? Cut uh, it out! Robert Desmani. Bills missed the playoffs on a field goal. All right, there it is, and that is this week's edition of the Prop Bet Monsters, the final edition in the year 2017. Uh, by the way, can we hear how Andy Furman? pronounces Robert Dasmani. The one and only Robert Donzani. Hello, Robbie. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Uh, so Andy Furman and Brian know are going to be coming up uh, here next on Never Fox Sports Radio. Um, it's been a fun year. This has been a blast. We look forward to doing it again next uh, next week and into the year 2018. Uh, I want to thank, uh, obviously, Iowa Sam, Daz, uh, Mike Harmon for all his work this year. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, David Gascon, yeah. Ralph, everybody here. It's been a blast. Be safe. Happy New Year. Firmin and No next year on FSR. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Bring spring color inside this season with Bear Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bear exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass, or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done.